Welcome to the Crimson Flow Ministry Podcast, episode number 48. Hello, I'm Charles Caps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast app, we invite you to visit our website at charlescapscrimsonflowministries.net. All one word in lowercase letters. And as always, Proverbs 23 and 23 instructs us to buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. These are precious things. And we're going to try to gain some of these things as we move to the message. Now, I'd like to call this podcast The Truth of Elijah. The Truth of Elijah. You see, I'm convinced that God's word to us is true. Now, many who declare a different truth of pagan myths shout their delusional truths loud and hard and with complete totalitarian false doctrine, but they believe it to be the true word of God. They have accepted the religion of the mother harlot of Rome and have been indoctrinated in her whoredoms. The simple truth is that the church has raised us in false religion, denominational doctrines, and pagan festivals that we have all fought for at one time or another, even if it meant smiting our brother over it, therefore fulfilling Jeremiah 16 and 19, which tells us that our fathers have inherited lies. You see, now, many people do believe the Bible to be the true word of God, but they find, they find problems with what they consider to be contradictions. Look, how, how can you have faith in that? Amen? They lack knowledge. They lack understanding of the Bible. They have never dug out truth for themselves because all their lives they have been like nesting baby birds accepting whatever false religious doctrine mama bird feeds them. We're going to look at a lot of scripture that I'm sure you'll want to use for additional study. Hopefully, you can write them all down or just save this podcast for a review. Now, we need to begin by establishing this one universal truth. In John chapter 3, verse 13, Yeshua, Jesus, speaks of himself when he says, No man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. You see, here's your truth. No man, only Yeshua, only Yeshua, Jesus, has come down to earth from the throne room of Jehovah, or the third heaven as we call him, and ascended back up into heaven. Amen? Anyone else claiming to have done so is an imposter and a liar. Pastors, don't teach lies to your flock. Some of you know better than what you're teaching, as we'll get into this, but I urge you, pastors, don't teach lies to your flock. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt them. Amen? Now, I'd like to start by reading a little scripture in 2 Kings chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1. Very familiar scriptures for most of us. And it came to pass when the Lord, that would be Jehovah, and it came to pass when Jehovah would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind 
that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Terry, here, I pray thee, for Jehovah has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As Jehovah liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that Jehovah will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yeah. Yeah, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee. For Jehovah has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As, the, as Jehovah liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Nor thou that the Lord will take away that master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know. Hold your peace. Now see, here's some key words. Master from your head. That would be like Elisha was in training, was in learning, was serving. Amen? But now Elijah being the head. So what we're learning here is that the headship is going to be removed from Elijah, Elisha. Amen? The headship is going to be removed. And, and we'll bear this out as we go along. Amen. In verse 6, And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray thee, for Jehovah has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As Jehovah liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off. They knew this was going to happen. And uh, they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. Amen? And it came to pass that when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask, ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from you. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Elijah says, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Now here's, here, here's where so many people say that the chariot of fire took Elijah up into heaven. That's not true. It's the, the chariot of fire separated Elisha and Elijah because Elijah was hanging on close. So some separation was necessary that the whirlwind or the tornado could pick up Elijah and carry him into the atmosphere. Amen? So, and Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, 
my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more, and he took his own clothes, and he rent them in two pieces. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and smote the waters, and said, Where is Jehovah God of Elijah? And when he had also smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elijah went over, and that would, of course, be on dry ground. Now, this is important here. Verse 15, And when the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. And they said unto him, Behold now, there be with thy servants fifty strong men. Let them go, we pray thee, and seek thy master. Left peradventure, the spirit of Jehovah hath taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or in some valley. And he said, You shall not sin. And they continued, and Elisha agreed to let them go search. But these 50 men, they searched all through the mountains and the valleys, and they didn't find Elijah. Amen? Now, you've got to understand these prophets and others knew that the Spirit of God would catch Elijah from time to time. Amen? And they were seeing the same thing. In other words, in what we just read in Second Kings 2, 1 through 16, I got to ask that anyone who witnessed Elijah being carried away in a whirlwind, a tornado, think that he was carried into the throne room of God? They did not. Then what does that word heaven mean here? Let's look at Genesis 1 and 20. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Now, obviously, there's some different meanings to the word heaven. That's why we say we've got the first, second, and third heaven. Amen? We're talking about the atmosphere here. The atmosphere. Deuteronomy 4 and 19. Unless thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven... And when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, shouldest be driven to worship them and serve them, which Jehovah thy God hath divided unto all nations under the whole heaven. Amen. Now, again, we're talking atmosphere. We're not talking the throne room of God. Amen. Genesis chapter 7, verse 19. The flood, the flood. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Again, the atmosphere of the earth. Amen? Amen. Now you see, I'm trying to establish here that that, uh, that word heaven that everybody puts Elijah into the throne room. That's that's not what happened. Amen? And we'll try to bear this out some more. Every Bible Bible student knows the story of Ahab and Elijah. 
how Elijah's sacrifice was consumed by fire, and how Elijah killed the prophets of Baal and of the grove, and that he ran from the threats of Jezebel. Somehow, even though we know this story and can quote it by heart, most of us were never taught about Obadiah. And we find that story in 1 Kings 18, and we'll read from verse 1. And it came to pass after many days that the word of Jehovah came to Elijah in the third year, saying, this third year of no rain, amen, saying, go show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in, the, in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now, see, Obadiah, Obadiah feared Jehovah greatly. For it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of Jehovah that Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Amen. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land and to all the fountains of water and into all the brooks, peradventure we might find grass to save the horses and the mules. Amen. Alive that we lose not all of the beast. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him. Obadiah knew Elijah, and he fell on his face. Obadiah did, and he said, Art thou that my Lord Elijah? And he answered, Here I am. Go, tell, tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And poor old Obadiah, he said, in verse 9, he said, what, what have I sinned that thou wouldest deliver thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? As Jehovah thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whether my Lord has not sent to seek you. He searched the whole world for you, Elijah. And when they said he is not here, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. And now thou sayest, go. Now thou sayest, go. Tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And it shall come to pass, Elijah, he's talking, Obadiah is. And it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the spirit of Jehovah shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come to tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he will slay me. But I thy servant fear Jehovah from my youth. Look, Obadiah saying, look, friend, Elijah, We know we've searched the world for you and nobody's found you. Now you're telling me to go get Ahab. And Ahab wants to kill you. Amen. And you're telling me, and while I'm going to get Ahab, the Spirit of the Lord is going to take you and zip you off somewhere. And we don't know where. And so when you read these scriptures, you understand that Obadiah and others were used to seeing Elijah carried away. 
zipped here, zipped there. Amen. It was no new thing for him to be carried away. Amen. So now Obadiah continues. He said, Was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of Jehovah? How I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water? And now thou sayest, Go, tell thy Lord, Behold, Elijah is here, and he'll kill me. He shall slay me. And Elijah said, As Jehovah of hosts liveth before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him this day. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting what Obadiah suffered through there, the friendship, the love of Elijah, and knowing that uh, the Spirit of God would just zip him somewhere at God's will. Amen? And uh, Elijah probably didn't have much to say about it, it's like, oh no, I feel the I feel the Spirit of God upon me. There he goes somewhere. Amen. Now I want to establish a timeline here. Let's read Second Kings three and eleven. But Jeho- and you know, and I love the story of Jehoshaphat, you can read it. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet of the Lord here? that we may inquire of Jehovah by him. And one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. So now we're looking. Elisha is there when Jehoshaphat is asking for a prophet. And he poured water on the hands of Elijah. He, He served him. Amen. But now the important thing is, in Jehoshaphat's lifetime, Elijah was carried away. So, and you know, we're not going to get into the story, except that we want to understand that at this point, Elijah is already carried away. Amen. Now we'll read Second um, Chronicles two. No, let's make it Second Chronicles twenty-one. And one. Now Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers. So in other words, Jehoshaphat's now passed away, and he's buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Jehoram, his son, reigned in his stead. So now we've got Jehoshaphat who served, Jehoshaphat who died, and we have Jehoram reigning in his stead. Amen. We'll read Second Kings. 8 and 16 and 17. And in the fifth year of Joram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, Jehoshaphat, then being king of Judah, Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, began to reign. Thirty and two years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. Again, I'm establishing a timeline. Now, remember, Elijah's carried away. Elisha's sitting there before Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat serves, reigns as king, 
he dies. His son Jehoram is now king. Amen. So in Second Chronicles 21 and 12, here's something most people never know. And there came a writing, and there came a letter, and there came a writing to him from Elijah, the prophet, saying, Thus saith Jehovah God of David thy father, because thou hast not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat thy father, nor in the ways of Asa king of Judah. And I'm not going to go into that story either at this time. But the important thing is, 10 years after, 10 years after Elijah was transported, he wrote a letter to Jehoram. Now, see, I believe the record to be true. Amen? You can strategize. You can theorize. Or you can suppose the letter was written before Elijah was taken up. Or that it means something else. It's clear from the scriptures that Elijah was not carried into the throne room of God but to a location where he continued to work as a, as a prophet while Elisha did his work apart from Elijah. Amen? So that would be the truth of Elijah. Amen? People saw him transported all the time, and they went and searched for him because if they had known he went up to the throne room, they had never searched for him. Amen? God bless you. I hope you got a little something out of this. Until we meet again, amen.